Hello, thank you for listening to the Sip with Sidrid podcast with yours truly, Sidrid Rivera. Please feel free to share this with a friend. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And as long as I'm alive, you are never alone. Now let's listen in. Thank you, Jesus, for this amazing day. It's Wednesday. Thank you, God, that you allowed us to wake up. You allowed us to enjoy the air, enjoy the day, see the day, hear what's going on. Father, maybe even had an opportunity to taste some delicious food. Um, And Father, I just pray that you um, open our ears and open our eyes, Lord God, to hear and see what you want us to hear and see with your message today. Um, Most importantly, Lord Father, for those that are here, I just pray that they get to hear your voice and that they get to hear maybe something they need to do or something that they get confirmation that they're doing well. Um, Just pour onto um, them, Lord Father, everyone that's here and those that come later. And we invite you, Jesus, we invite you and the Holy Ghost to come in and pour. Pour onto us, Lord Father. Give me the words that you want me to communicate. And Father, we just thank you for today. In the name of your son, Jesus, amen, amen. Can I get a hashtag amen? And so just a quick note for those of you, please share, sparkle, do whatever you need to do. Let other people know. There's a lot of people that need to hear these messages. So please do that. Share with everybody. Excuse me. If you have a group on Facebook that you're able to share it, you know, you could just put something as simple as um, wanted to share this um, uh, motivational message, you know, Um, anything like that, that can help people to click on and, and take some time to hear a message from 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 God or a message from this devotional, right? So let's get started. Don't forget to share. You are the vessel that can change people's lives. I'm going to say that again. You are the vessel that can change people's lives. God did not create you to be stagnant. He created you to do something spectacular, to help someone out. So I hope that you're investing in your days, investing in your time, that it's not just about you know, living day to day, every day as like a robots, because that's not what life was intended for. That's not what God created you for. Life was for us to do something different every day, for us to experience something miraculous, for us to bless someone, for us to be blessed. There's a lot of wonderful things that we can experience in life, but it's all up to you. Okay. Now, as you know, I have to drink a lot because I get very, very thirsty. So bear with me. That's why it's called Sip with Sidrid. Yay. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to talk about this topic today is called Bless Beyond Measure. Bless Beyond Measure. How many of you feel that you're blessed beyond measure? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought, I feel like I'm blessed beyond measure. I never did. I'm just being real. I feel like I'm blessed, but I don't feel like I'm blessed beyond measures measure I'm like hmm that was interesting for me to read today this morning and I was like okay well let's see what you got God all right and so here it is the Bible verse is Psalms 86 13 let me tell you a little bit about the book of Psalms in case you're not aware the book of Psalms is the largest book in the Bible did you all know that it's the largest book in the Bible there's over a hundred there's actually not over there's actually a hundred and fifty chapters in the book of Psalms, they were, um, um, and the book of Psalms was created by different um, people, not just by one specific person. Um, Moses wrote some of the chapters, 
Solomon wrote some of the chapters. Um, um, the son of uh, Korah wrote some of the chapters. Um, I'm going to say David wrote some of the chapters and so many other people. There was a lot of um, 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 individuals, and I don't want to say apostles or disciples because it was mixed. It, was all, um, it wasn't all of them um, that wrote the book of Psalms. And the book of Psalms, just so you know, it's kind of like songs. They were written like songs. Like if um, they were written to, I don't want to say rhyme, but more to be more of a song. That's why it's called the book of Psalms, right? And so it's a, um, it's a book that is in the Old Testament. And again, it's 150 chapters long. Um, and it's, it's a very interesting, very romantic, um, directive, um, 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 book. It's got a lot of explicit stuff, you know, um, but it's all about just kind of, uh, bringing in again, that, that poetry of, of, um, um, the arts. And that's part of the book of Psalms. It's all about poetry. It was written in a poetic way. Um, and so, um, if you haven't had a chance to read it, you can read the book of Psalms from one to 150 because it just flows really well. And again, it's just, there's a lot of praises there's a lot of worship. There's a lot of things that are really awesome in there that, that can help us. So the book of Psalms, um, chapter 86, verse 13 says, your mercy towards me is great. You have rescued me from the depths of hell. Again, you see how that is? It's all about, um, I'm just kind of like sharing with you what God can do for you, what God has done for you. So again, that's your mercy towards me is great. You have rescued me from the depths of hell. Okay. That's in the Bible. Hello. Okay. Psalms 86, 13. So blessed beyond measures. Here's the story or the message says, I need you to stop during the day and remember the mercy that has been given to you. Fresh every morning, enabling you to walk in grace that has saved you. If you will focus on all of that I am and all that I've done to give you joy and peace in the world that is filled with trouble, you will experience the confident faith you have met you have you are meant to have so i want to read that again real quickly because this is this is powerful it says i need you to stop during the day and remember the mercy that i have given you fresh every morning enabling you to walk in the grace that has saved you if you will focus on all of that i and all of that all that i am and all that i've done to give you joy peace in the world that is filled with troubles you will experience the confident faith you are meant to have. You will need to sh- submit to me continually and confess any sins constantly. Don't compromise your time, our time together. Our relationship must come first. Though I have delivered you from hell, you still walk in the dark world that is in desperate need of my light I have saved you by my mercy because I love you don't allow your circumstances to get the best of you to distract you from all the blessings in your life I am continually using my mercy to lead you into blessings some that you experience immediately and some that will take some time to fall into my perfect will All you must do is trust in my love for you. Praise me 
for the gifts of salvation and the blessings that come from being my child. My mercy towards you is great. So come to my throne of grace boldly and receive the, fu the fullness of my glory. Isn't that amazing? There's a couple of things I want to touch base on here real quickly. Number one is, do we know what mercy means? This morning, I kind of wanted to really get the, again, the depth of what is mercy? Like, what does that really mean? Because we use it, God's mercy, God's grace. And I feel that sometimes that just flows out of our mouth. But what does it really mean? And so I looked it up and it says, mercy is about compassion. It says, compassion or kindly forbearance, right? And so I then said, okay, well, what the heaven does that mean? Forbearance. Like, how does that biblically talk about, you know, the message? And so what it says here is it's, it holds back. It refrains to tolerate patience. So mercy is about tolerating, right? Having compassion, holding back, right? Because you know, a lot of us don't have no mercy. Like, we don't hold back. When we're upset, we let it all out. There's just no mercy there. There's no compassion, right? We let everything out. When we're annoyed or something, it just happens. And then we have to say, oh, Jesus, hallelujah, please forgive me for that. So we understand that, right? But God says he is the God of mercy. So he is the God of compassion. He is the God of love. He is the God of holding back, not coming to you and be like, mm-mm, doesn't work out. You're done. You're done. Delete. You're out of here. He has kindly you know, kindly held back, reframed, and make sure that he gives you that compassion, that mercy, right? And so here, I wanted to talk about just a couple of things to make sure that we remember. It says here, like we talked yesterday, fresh every morning, enabling you to walk in the grace that has saved you. So again, he talks about when we're waking up in the morning, we need to request and ask God for that mercy, Lord, bless, bless me with mercy and grace so I can confront the day. In other words, you're asking God, Father, have compassion on me. Help me, Father, because I know that I'm going to do wrong. We're sinners, right? Here it says, um, you, when you do that, right, you will experience the confident faith that you, ha that you have, excuse me, that you are meant to have, that you are meant to have. So that's, that right there lets you know, God is already saying, hey, I have compassion over you. You're meant to have this peace, this confident faith. He wants us to have confident faith. If we don't have it, that's something that we need to focus on. We need to look and say, how can I develop that? And I promise you that you can develop that by knowing more of the word of God and leaning more to God. I know that because that's how right now when I'm, I'm battling this whole diabetes thing, I could be crawling in a ball, no lie, because this is very life-changing and very overwhelming. Like when my husband and I were in the hospital a couple of days ago or yesterday or whenever it is because the days are going by so fast, I was literally saying to him, this is very overwhelming. I want to like break down. And I said to him, but I know that God doesn't give us more than what we can handle. So there's a reason for this purpose. There's a reason for why I'm experiencing this. And it's not just a reason for me to be healthier. It's a reason for me to be out there and share more with others, to help others. Because when I went live and I shared about what was I experiencing, how many people shared with me on last Wednesday that they were also diabetic too. 
type two, whatever. I'm gonna say the words wrong because this is new to me. Um, and how many people are there? And so if I'm able to overcome this, if I'm able to reverse this, if I'm going to work with nutritionists, right? If I'm going to be able to do the things I need to do, I can share that with you. I can lead you to the people that are blessing me and helping me. And then you can overcome it too. Because you know what I realized when you have this disease and that's what I'm calling it. I'm calling it that. If you don't want to call it that, you don't have to. But when you have this disease, it, it can totally mess up your entire life. I think we all are aware of that, right? And then, therefore, I'm thinking to myself, that's what the enemy wants, to destroy our lives. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's on John 10.10. But God came to give life and life abundantly. Again, John 10.10, that's the ending of that verse. And so I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, really? He wants to mess with my health now. Okay, let's bring it on. I'm putting on my gloves. Ow. (laughs) I'm bringing on my gloves. I'm going to learn everything I need to learn. I'm going to stand tall on the word of God. And we're going to overcome this. And I will overcome this. I, I guarantee you. Now, if you want to be on that route with me, if you want to be on that route, on that journey with me, let's do it together. Because there's, 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 there's strength in numbers. Right? There's strength in numbers. But we are allowing, and I'm just going to say this here. I'm going to say this. This is something that I feel from my heart, from maybe the spirit. We're allowing to be okay with diabetes too. Some of us are allowing that. Oh, well, I'm okay. I got medicine. Do you know what that medicine can do to your liver, to your kidneys, to your organs? That's what I'm talking to nutritionists about right now. And I don't want that. I don't want for it to take care of one thing, but destroy another thing that I still need to live in my life. You see what I'm saying? So I'm going to do a lot of research on this. I'm going to do a lot of research on this and I'm going to share it with y'all and you guys can make a decision, but we need to stop allowing the enemy to allow us to get to stay sick. Well, God said that he wants us to literally take his word and proclaim his word. And so he said he came, the, listen, he comes for our healing. And so we could be healed. If we want to be healed, we could be healed. We have to choose that. And I don't, listen, y'all, don't come back to me um, with, oh, well, that's not true because that's your truth. My truth is that the word of God says that if I want to be healed, I'm going to be healed. And that's what I'm going to utilize, his word. <coughs> I'm not going to utilize the word of other people. I have to stand on the word of God. That's what's going to give me the strength to overcome what I'm going through. And so we have to make a choice. And are we okay with, okay, well, I'm going to take this medicine and then you'll see what happens. I'll get better. But maybe you don't need that. Maybe there's other ways. And maybe together as a community, we can overcome it. Okay, I went, I went way off what I was trying to say, but I must have been a reason for it. So here it says, you will need to submit to me continually and confess any sins constantly. You know why I highlighted that? I highlighted that because we need to understand that God already acknowledged that we are sinners. He also acknowledged that even though, listen, listen to this craziness, that even though his son died on the cross for our sins, and that was a brutal death, that we were still going to sin. Because it says it here, you will need to to submit to me continually and confess any sins constantly. So God already knew that we were going to continue doing the stupidity that we do, which is sin, which is believe in garbage. And so again, mindset, 
We've got to think about this. It's kind of like, again, talking about the diabetes. I can literally say, okay, good. I got this under control. I got the medicine. I got this. I got all this. But then later on, maybe five years from now, I find out, oh, my livers are a hot mess. Or, oh, my. And I really don't know what organs I'm just throwing out there because it's reality. And then I got to fix that. Because I wasn't focused on that. I was focused on one thing. But what if we focus in on all? What if we put all of that in God and say, God, now nah, I'm not saying to be disres- to be um um I'm not saying to not be smart, okay? Obviously you have it has to be all, you know, you have to find the right people, you have to do the right things, but I think that you also can trust God to help you with this. You know, and to lead you to the right people, to be educated. I'm just going to ask. I'm just being real. Are you fully educated, like educated about what your situation is, whether it's diabetes, whether it's cancer, whether it's, um, um, you know, there's so many things out there that will block my mind. Are you fully educated or do we just receive whatever the physicians tell us, whatever the friends tell us, whatever the parents tell us, and then we get so bombarded with so much information and so much clutter in our minds that we get very overwhelmed, we get depressed, we get upset, we get sad, we get lonely, we we hate the life. Like, see where this is all going? Or are you taking full responsibility, accountability, responsibility of what's happening to me and I'm going to research it? I sat here... And I'm no better than nobody else. I'm no better than anybody else. But I sat here yesterday for probably about three hours reading and learning and discovering what do I need to do next? When the doctor tells me to take this, I have a question. Why? Why am I taking that? What's that going to do for me? How is that going to affect me in the future? Like I've already challenged my doctors. When they told me you have to take this medicine, what is that going to do to my body afterwards? When I spoke to a nutritionist, okay, why do this? Why do that? So are we just receiving and allowing it or are we actually challenging it? Because we really want better for ourselves, right? The Bible, the the Bible, the message says here, I have saved you by my mercy because I love you. Again, he saved us because by his compassion. He knew we were going to sin. He said, make sure you're constantly asking for forgiveness. Confess your sins, right? Don't allow your circumstances to get the best of you, to distract you from all of the blessings in your life. And so that again goes back to what I'm experiencing right now. That's why I highlighted, don't allow your circumstances to get the best of you. We tend to do that. We, we get bad news. We get um, sad news. We get things that, that we were not expecting, a situation, an, an accident, you know, a, a fall, anything. And then we, we allow that to take the be- to get the best of us. We allow that to get us upset or depressed or sad or lonely, afraid. Fear comes into our hearts and our minds really quickly. But the, but the message here says, don't allow the circumstances to get the best of us to distract you from the blessings in life. The minute you start focusing on those negative thoughts and feelings and the questions and the fears that just distracted you from God's blessing. You got we got to put our gloves on and say, "Okay, well, this is something new. This is something I was not experiencing, but this is not going to stop me, so let's do it." Put my gloves on. Let me find out information. Let me talk to people. Let me pray about this, and let's make this happen because I'm not going to allow the circumstance to rule my life. That's a choice. 
That's a mindset. It's not easy, but it can be done. It becomes a lot easier. I'm going to tell you right now. It's a whole lot easier. You could choose to believe me or not. That's all up to you. But not allowing your circumstances to get the best of you and distract you from your blessings becomes easier when you're closer to God because you know he's got it all. You know he's going to take care of you. You know that this journey is a journey for a reason, but he is going to take care of you 100% because he promised that in the message. He promised that in his book. And when you're closer to God and when you see and feel his presence, when you take time to surrender all that, you'll feel that. And you can move on. It says, my mercy towards you is great, so come to my throne of grace boldly and receive the fullness of my glory. Go, come to his throne boldly to receive the fullness of his glory. That's powerful. He's letting you know, just come to me. I've got you. I don't know about you, but for those of you that don't know, I mean, I, I have an incredible stepdad. I don't call him my stepdad. I call him dad um, because he's raised me since I was little. But I unfortunately had a biological dad that did not even think I existed. You know, I never got um, what I was supposed to get from my biological father. I got everything from my stepdad who has taken the place of my biological father. The reason why I share this is because I know with my dad, right, that if I needed to run to him and get a hug, he would give it to me. If I, need, if I know I needed something from my dad who's raised me, he would do whatever he could. He always made sure that we had what we needed. And I think that Jesus is the same way. He's probably even more. Where if there's things that you need, if there's someone you need to talk to, if, if you just need to be um, held or caressed, you can go right underneath his wings. You could just literally go to his throne and receive the fulfillment of his glory. We just have to go. We just have to kneel on our knees. And yes, I say kneel on your knees. That's called surrender, right? That's a symbol of surrendering it all. And telling God, I'm here and I need you to do blah, 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 blah. I need you to help me. I need you to fill me up. I need you to talk to me. I need you to bless on me. I need to, I just need to feel your warmth. Whatever it is that you need. Everyone's different. But he's saying he's there. We just have to grab on and stop grabbing onto other people. People don't know how to help. Most people are in a situation themselves. So they're not going to be able to help because they can't even help themselves. But God could always help. Always remember that. Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for this amazing message. I pray, Father, that we can always run to you. That we can run to your throne. And that, Lord, Father, you can help us. That we can feel your presence. We can feel your love. We can feel, Lord, Father, your spirit. That we can feel your peace. 
But Father, I just pray that you give us the strength to push on and to go to your throne and to leave it all, all to you, all at your altar. Help us to overcome the things that we're going through right now. Help us to be strong. Help us to open up our mindsets. Help us, Lord Father, to build a community that will support and love on each other. And thank you, God, for everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because even the ugly we learn from. Like I posted this morning, it's the troubles and the experiences that I've gone through that made me the woman I am today. And so, Father, I just pray that you make us even stronger, that we're able to see what we've gone through and we can be able to help others. And most importantly, Lord Father, also help ourselves so we can become better people for you and for this world who desperately needs better people. I thank you, Father, all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen.